Pod Chef. Pod Chef. You're listening to Pod Chef. When I say pod, y'all say chef. Pod Chef. You listening to Pod Chef. It's a podcast about Top Chef. And that's a broadcast. It's on TV. And you can watch it. They got 17 seasons. That's a lot, kid. But you can skip those. We do recaps about the whole show. Not the food, though. But the other stuff. Yeah. You're now listening to Pod Chef, the only official podcast about the TV show Top Chef, with your hosts Jamal, Brian, and Reeves. And I only said their first names because I don't know everyone's last name, and I'm trying to be polite. Now enjoy the show. Welcome to Pod Chef, the official Top Chef podcast. I'm your host Jamal. This is season six, but it's really season 19. We're getting into Houston. With me, my co-host. The co-host who hosts the most of the co-hosts, Reeves, say what's up. What's up? We're here. Top chef season. And third mic who spent pre-recording telling us how we weren't trying enough. Brian, you're here. <laughs> Brian, what's you're up? Here. Yeah, what's up, everybody? This is going to be a good episode. We're uh-huh. all going in with great spirits. Uh-huh. And um, I wasn't uh-huh. lecturing everyone. I was just expressing mostly... I was mostly mad at myself. That's not mm-hmm. how it came off, though. That's, That's not, not at all how I you didn't phrased feel it, it that way. It's not how it came off. It's not how you delivered it. It's just—it's—it's it's, it's a lot it's of a finger pointing season. at the camera at us. <laughs> it's a new season, and I just want it to feel like a big season. Mm-hmm. It's season nineteen. Which, before we get too far into this, our intro says seventeen seasons. Is—is is that we're? It's two seasons behind. Uh huh. And, and shouldn't that be updated? It, you're coming out. Okay, you know what? I'll, I'll do something. I'll, I'll ask the person who gave us this intro, who performed this, Jeff Ray. I'll ask him if he'll do an evergreen version and a brand new one, and I'll pay him again for it. That's All not right? what I'm saying. You that act like sounds we like what you're saying. We gave you money to pay him. Don't act like we didn't pay you. After also, I already paid him, and then I said, hey, I got the thing done, so can you guys pay me back? I paid 15 bucks a month for this podcast, and oh no one reimbursed me. Oh, my God. $15 a month? Was that one Uber a month? So what I'm hearing is everything about what we were doing in the podcast needs to change. Mm-hmm. Brian doesn't like the podcast anymore. It needs to be better. No one's pulling their weight. Um, and I hear that and um, dismiss it. I dismiss it. Yes. <laughs> I will continue doing what I do, which is my presence. Yep. Um, and we'll see where it goes from there. All right. So since um I'm not doing enough on this podcast. Let's get into some of the prep work that I did. So, Brian, tell us about the book that you got for Brian's book club. It doesn't count as prep if you just like don't tell me what it is. Are you referencing the fact that I bought Dale's? You bought Asian American. You bought Dale's cookbook. Tell us about it. I don't know. I flipped through. It's got some cool pictures. It's got a lot of pork recipes. Which oh no, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's a picture book. No, is it a pop up book? No, it's a recipe book. With a chef should do it. that. A chef should do a pop-up restaurant pop-up book. For about, who? About who is their, that for? About their recipes, where the recipes come off the page. Yeah, the ingredients are yeah. in the book. You yeah. open the book, flour goes out all over your face. Oh, my God. That'd be so great. <laughs> yeah. That'd be like, well, <laughs> I got flour on my face. Look at me. Yeah. And, you know, and then you do that thing where you're like, trust me, it's flour, not what you're thinking. Yeah. 
No, I was reading big, Dale's cookbook. Big, yeah, it's big poof of snow. Yeah, yeah and not like a freaking the ashes of a loved one or something. Mm-hmm. So you got Dale's cookbook. Uh huh. Asian American. Yeah. He's wearing the nice shoes on the front, Jordans. Some funny pictures in there. The pictures he's got some uh, bikini babes and mm-hmm. he's hanging out on a stoop in Brooklyn. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's it's a it's it's a cookbook, and there are good recipes. But it doesn't take itself too seriously. Okay. You know, it's it it's aware that like this is silly, you know, a book about food. Mm-hmm. I like that. Are there any like pictures that are ironic? Oh yeah. There's ironic pictures. There's ironic recipes. There's what? One of Give the us things, one ironic recipe. One of the things he talks about is his love for McChicken nuggets. Mm-hmm. And how he did a little spin on them to make them a little nicer, but they're still at heart McNuggets. And that, you know, like, we're having fun with food. I like that. In 2022. The book came out in 2015. We were doing it then, too. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So is that it for the book? I mostly just flipped through it. And there's, I think the, I think the, the more important discussion is, will I ever cook anything from no. it? Yes, that's the next question I was going to ask. I wasn't because I know what the answer is. Yeah. Do you have anything marked that you're like, oh, if I cook something, it'll be this? I, I literally kind of like went through it very quickly. And okay. I didn't like take the time to. There were I, some things that sounded good. I don't. Do you really have this book? <laughs> I have the you book. You just take a picture of it at a bookstore. I yeah. have the book. Okay. Okay. I don't think I'll ever do a recipe from it. It's <laughs> <laughs> like it a conversational cool. piece. Did you put it on your uh, coffee table so that pe- people come in? And they're like, "Whoa, what's that?" Um, and you're like, "Oh, it's just Dale." Maybe okay. it's it is on the coffee table right now, but only because I haven't moved it from there yet. But uh-huh. our coffee table book currently is a wrestling magazine. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, with, with uh, Eddie Kingston on the cover. Mm. Uh, it's called like Orange Crush, I think, and it's a very good magazine, actually. Mm-hmm. And what recipes are you going to do from that magazine? <laughs> oh, probably none of those recipes either. You going to learn but any wrestling moves? Do they have any like ingredients or guides fig- to do wrestling moves? Figure four leg lock. Yes. Yeah, I am going to do. They did. There is a great recipe in there for how to do a figure four leg lock with an old rooster. And it's got to be old. Very yes, it's it's got to be old. Coco mm-hmm. Bong. You do Coco Bond, you put that bad boy, you lock its legs up, you spin it over, and you wrench back. But gotta be careful, because if it rolls you back over, it's reversed, and then your legs hurt. Mm -hmm. And is this the point where people are turning off the podcast? Yes. Uh Welcome welcome new listeners. Let's talk about about something else that I prepped that I don't give credit for. Let's talk about our social media presence. We've got, Brian does a great job posting about um, PodChef. He does a great job um, doing the GIFs. Posting most of the time. Um, I mean, I post every Monday. So, um, do you make cool pictures? No, I don't have the software, and and we thank you for spending the extra fifteen dollars so that you only have the software and can make it was, the it was graphics. sixty dollars. Oh, I'm sorry, sixty dollars. So we thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, we're getting good engagement. Um, mm-hmm. last week we got a lot of people um from the account at Feet Lovers. Um, not sure why we got <laughs> oh, so no. much engagement from that. Um, it's all about the hashtags that you use. That's what I'm learning in my social media experiment and what I'm doing. Yeah. Because I'm new to this whole social media uh-huh. thing. 
And you put Should hashtag maybe... feet lovers only at the end of all the I hashtags did. you used. I did. Uh-huh. My, here are the hashtags. Got... Here are the hashtags that I used. <laughs> hashtag podcast. Hashtag comedy. Hashtag top chef. Hashtag bravo top chef. Hashtag cook. Hashtag food. Hashtag feet lovers only. And we got someone who messaged, commented, and said, DM your price now. <laughs> I, I can't wait for our next review, which is, I love the part when they read hashtags that they yeah. used. Yeah. That's my favorite part. This is all part of show prep. Um, to our new listeners, uh, we have what I would describe as a bit of a problem with they call themselves the foot clan, but it's this group <laughs> of foot freaks who mm-hmm. are also fans of our podcast. I guess sometimes and I'm an active member. Yeah. That's, that's a problem. It's a problem. Jamal does. I mean, they're not really even dog whistles. They're, they're yeah. pretty obvious when he calls out things to them. Mm-hmm. And so they're an active community and I just, you know, I, I, we can't get rid of them. So you know what it is? It's like, I started a subscription and I forgot about it. I'm just letting it roll over every month. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like my feet freak subscription. Mm. I keep forgetting to cancel it. And then I'm like, every time I go to the website to cancel, I'm like, I don't know. I kind of like some of this stuff on here. Yeah. I don't think we're above our fans. I think whoever, however you come to the show. I am. But keep going. <laughs> however you come to the show, whatever you're into outside of the podcast, that's cool with me. If it's feet, cool. If it's food, great. It's comedy, sure. Mm-hmm. If it's lack of prep work, that's a problem. If, yeah, if you hate people who prep for things, mm-hmm. I mean, we do improv. That's what we do. So hashtag Mison Plus. Yeah, I'll do that next time and see how many, <laughs> see how much interaction we get. The only mm-hmm. I I read you all of those other podcasts. None of these other things say like love. You know, show me your podcast. DM me a price for your podcast. You know, none of them say like, let me, can you send me a picture of your socks that you put the podcast in? That's not mm-hmm. happening. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> we get the most interaction. Uh-huh. You don't choose your fans, right? Right. You can't. It's just, this is a fact. And again, I'm, this is for the new fans. We've got some people probably listening because they like Top Chef, but I'm just letting you know now you're part of this community. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's, there's nothing I can do about it. Anyways, I want to thank Brian for keeping up our social media presence. Um, does a good job. And I kind of feel like I understand now why you're mad at us for not prepping because you are shifting your focus to our social media presence. Because this past week, I logged into Facebook for the first time in a very long time. And I was greeted with a post from Brian. And I'd like to read it right now. <laughs> Why am I getting? (laughs) I feel like this this... is from Brian on Facebook. This is what greeted me when I logged into Facebook. This is great because I am the listener, right? I I don't have any of these things. No, I am experiencing this all real time. This is great. Why haven't you turned this off yet? (laughs) So this is the message that greeted me. Hey, so I'm going to go ahead and delete Facebook once I've downloaded all of my images. It's been real, but if you want to connect with me, Instagram. B Jackson in action, Twitter, not Brian Jackson, or just email me, B Jackson in action, be kind to each other. Five likes. There are more than five likes. Not when I saw it. So <laughs> I saw that and I said, oh my God, he's he's removing himself from this so he can focus on Pod Chef. That's great. I love it. Uh-huh. I'm going to put more. That's why you my... sent that, right? 
yeah, I'm going to devote more, more of my resources to Podchef the podcast and less of them to mindlessly uh, scrolling Facebook and um, just seeing pictures of my friends' kids. Got it. All right. Mm. There are there's, there's only so many times you can post congratulations and condolences on all of your friends' kids' pictures until people start like blocking you from their Facebook pages. Well, it gets more fun if you switch it up. Sometimes I just say condolences. <laughs> You don't have to congratulate someone just because they had a baby. Uh huh. That's true. And if you're listening out there and you just had a baby, congo- condolences. <laughs> so uh, that was that was nice for me because I don't know about any of that stuff. So I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad I got to hear Brian. Congrats, I guess. On you know, you know, I feel like it's like you're going old school. You're going very 2016 and getting rid of your Facebook, which is yeah, cool. I'm definitely, I'm definitely, I'm a little behind the curve on getting rid of Facebook. It's kind of come back around and it's cool again, and now I don't want it. Yeah, here's the truth. The truth is, I'm scared of the metaverse, <laughs> and I don't want the metaverse to have all my information. Uh-huh. I don't know what any of that stuff is. So I. Listen, you should have gotten out. That's good, though. It's probably less stress for you. People I know are doing comedy in the metaverse. What does that mean? I don't want to find out. Can the metaverse see me right now? Uh, I don't know. Um, so that's our social media presence. And we've, we've, uh, I think that went over pretty well. So now let's go on to – this is the segment that Brian's done a lot of uh, prep work for. So, Brian, we're going to do report cards that we got from Tom. So go ahead and we, – No, so this. Tom didn't do the report cards this this week for last season. He told me they were in the mail, but I think he lied because um, they didn't show up. And he kept being like, check your mailbox, check your mailbox. I think they're there. And this is Tom, the Tom. This yeah. is the Tom, Tom Colicchio. Mm-hmm. The Tom. Um, who, for new listeners – um, this podcast, Pod Chef, you're listening to, is Good a show. podcast that Tom Colicchio is making us do. Mm-hmm. He is big fans of ours. He loves us. He reached out and told us to do a podcast. He's very involved mm-hmm. in the process of Pod Chef. He gives us report cards after every season. Usually, he says it's coming. He says he might do it verbally. This he might send us a audio report card. So we'll see. Mm, that'd be fun. He said he might need another week to get it done. Mm. <laughs> he says he didn't think about it until about like four o'clock today. That, and yeah. he needs another week to get it done. That sounds like, and you know. He's busy. Uh, he's busy. And we know he's he's a creative force. But he yes. kind of lets his creative juices like pull him in different directions. And, mm-hmm. the, you know, the, mm-hmm. the inspiration can hit him in different times. I mean, he spent a large portion of the fall writing scripts mm-hmm. and other things and then he yeah. seemed to get a little bit dry after that but like mm-hmm. now it seems like the inspiration maybe is hitting him again mm-hmm. and he's giving us some good material yeah so we look forward to that we so it's gonna be to good that. yeah come uh, back next week this is the cliffhanger come back <laughs> next week so i look forward to that so let's just get into chefs i prepared for you this is a segment we do every week uh where we talk about what we had last night for dinner and only last night and presented as if we're presented to the judges on top chef i'll go first Chefs, I prepared for you arugula and citrus salad with black beans and pan-seared blackened chicken breast. What is the citrus part of your salad? Lime I juice? Put fruit in. I put fruit in. Okay. Ooh. Name mm-hmm. that fruit. It was, it was lime and lemon. Hunks of lime and lemon? Again, you're making Sprite salad, man. <laughs> this is Sprite salad. Okay. And is that racist? 
if you're listening, you it's think, not racist, but it's racially charged. If, if you're listening and you think that might be a little too racial for you, leave a message, leave a review, and we will review it. And Brian will either adjust up or down his racial comments. I'll probably get angry and say that I'm not racist. What, what we will do is remind people that if you leave us, my wife said, hey, tell people to leave the reviews saying when they have dinner again last night. That was a fun thing that we did. Mm-hmm. If you want to leave a comment, leave a review. Mm-hmm. Tell us we have dinner last night in the style that we're doing it with chefs I prepared for you. Mm-hmm. And we'll read it on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's a fun way for us to interact. Just Put in what you had for dinner and then, you know, as a postscript, if you want to let Brian know if stuff he said is racist or not, you can put that in there. And I mean, people might not know this, but, you know, kind of like a Yelp review, we can respond. Um, So we might put Brian might get in there and respond and let you know, no, it's not in all caps. Yeah. But don't don't write it on Facebook because Brian ended his Facebook so he can't. I'm still there, but I won't be there soon. So wait, so you just put the juice of a lemon and a lime on this on this arugula? Yeah. No, I put big chunks, even the rind, and ate the whole thing. I don't think you did that. No, I just put the juice. That sounds good. Give and it a I little sour. To, I was, if I'm being, I'm going to keep this 100. I was trying to spruce up the sound of this. It, it, I, yeah. It, it, that's did that why I asked. Did that's, that come across? That's why I, that, that's why I asked. That's why you, you asked so that you could get in your... Racist joke about black people and Sprite? <laughs> no, I thought you had just put lime juice on it. I didn't realize you did the Sprite with mm-hmm. lime, with lemon and lime mm-hmm. and basketball. <laughs> okay. Now those that is, three, is too far. Those are the three ingredients. That's even to too far for me, I think. So definitely leave a review on what you think about that. Um, and this will be staying in. So you put black beans in the arugula. I was going to tell you. Don't say black that way after you've been saying what you've been saying. It did yep. seem more emphasized. Right? They so hit the ack part. Really The ack. The hard ack. <laughs> the other day when you said you were trying to uh, episode title right incorporate <laughs> more beans into your diet, I was going to tell you mm-hmm. a delicious way to incorporate beans, beans that are black, is in eggs. Yeah, scrambled eggs? Scrambled eggs. Throw some beans in there. Maybe a little <laughs> cheese. Oh, yeah. Well, I I'm not doing that, but I will put the beans in. I actually was thinking about doing that in the morning. Spinach and beans. And oh, yeah. Legs. That's solid. Yeah. That's solid. That could do a little bit of everything. Yep. Um, are you just doing beans or are you fucking with lentils and stuff like that? I haven't gone into the lentil shop yet. They're nice. Get a little protein in that, too. I haven't gone over there yet. I'm, I'm going to dabble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dip your toes into the lentils. Mm-hmm. Dip your toes into it. Dip my toes. They're There's a lot... Tasty. Of overlap between cooking and food and feet. I'm just gonna say it. Dip your toe in. Put your Jesus. foot in something. Um. Yeah. You measure things by like foot. My a foot of vegetable the, stock. You send these piggies to the market. <laughs> yeah, there's piggies. <laughs> so you know, I was talking about the whole dog whistle thing. This is more like a bullhorn kind mm-hmm. of like loud. It's not noise. a secret. Yeah, mm-hmm. just calling them out and they just mm-hmm. kind of like slowly creep out of the woods <laughs> sniffing the ground for feet that's where they would sniff too yeah. Clean, yeah you think um, the ground smells like feet all the time probably i don't know we i don't know if we should put those kinds of questions out there <laughs> all right Reese. chefs i prepared for you steaks and potatoes which appropriate, yeah. Given what happens on the show? That's right. Yeah, it is. Um, 
It was not good. I did a poor job with it. Oh, no. I'm normally very good cooking steak, but I done fucked it up. I overcooked it. It's got to be a little bit overcooked these days, and I I think I rested it too long. I kept it Mm. in too long. I didn't get a good sear. It was bad top to bottom. Gray all the way through? Gray all the way through. Chewy. But Mm. today, cut it up. Steak tacos. Put some ketchup on it. Put some ketchup on it. <laughs> chewy all the way through still. Mm-hmm. Still chewy. <laughs> Tasted kind of like Chipotle steak, but like the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So that was, you know, when there's life gives you lemons, you know, you put it on your salad or whatever. And it was Sprite. <laughs> all the way through. What? I told a story about how I used, I grew up eating steak the wrong way, right? I no. also did. Yeah. My, my dad would just cook the hell out of a steak in the oven and like. I thought steak was this tough, leathery, chewy thing that I could never get down until, like, probably shortly before Reeves, you played that prank and he made <laughs> us take you to a proper steakhouse. And, I, and then I got steak, like, medium. And I was like, oh, this is how you're supposed to eat steak. Yeah. This is a very funny gray, prank. Yeah. Like, shoe leather steak my, my entire life. And, like, I hated steak. Like all I did was like eat that a couple times as a kid. I was like, I hate steak. I'm done. I'm done. Were you ever the kid that like would have steak in their uh, in their like cheek for the rest of the day? Like, yes. <laughs> you're oh in my the God. you're in the tub, and your Dude. mom's like, "What's in your mouth?" And it's this... the steak from dinner. Yeah, I got this steak bubble gum that just won't go. Away. I cannot get it down. And I'm like, I'm sitting here, I'm like, how how much more chewing do I have to do before I can like take a part of this down? Hundred percent chance just... that's still in your colon. Yeah. Probably it doesn't doesn't go away. But that was like when I was a kid. I I hated steak. I was like I don't understand why people like it. I don't know what people are talking about. My entire worldview of steak was just this cooked to death thing. And yeah, it wasn't until I was an adult and I realized I've been eating steak wrong the whole time. It can be something beautiful. Similarly, when I was a kid. Whenever my parents would make uh, lobster, which I've always heard was such a great thing, whenever they would make lobster. They'd burn the fuck out of it and smear it in feces, and then I would eat it. And I'd be like, "This tastes—I don't get it. This tastes awful. I don't yeah. get it." Yeah. That would make it pretty bad. That's what I thought lobster was. It's just this burnt, poop smeared food, and I was like, "Who's eating this?" Yeah, and yeah, I mean, you're from a lobster town, so that makes sense. The yeah, are cheaper there. Yeah, we'd have champagne, but it was just piss in a cup. Yeah, and my parents like this is champagne, and I um. Didn't they'd lock me in my room and not let me see anybody? <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, you know what? You got out. And you, yes. you don't you don't eat and drink those things anymore. So yeah. That's good. That reminds me of one of my favorite jokes from the movie Old School, when they're like, hey, didn't we put you in a dumpster once? And he says, yeah, I got out. <laughs> Jimmy Pivot, very funny. Oh, man. So I think funny. he's canceled recently. Um, oh, my gosh. What so were the funny. potatoes? Entourage. Yes. Um, Hasselback, what kind of potatoes were these? These were just normal potatoes that I cut up, roasted potatoes, um, diced them up, and then threw them in the oven, roasted them. And they, I also didn't do a great job with those either. I got the timing off. I didn't put rosemary on them, which I think really helps. I was going to, th- yeah, I would assume that you did. I, I normally so. do, and I, I didn't do that. I. I'm disappointed in myself, but you know what? I'll probably do better next week. We have or off maybe nights. Not. Yeah, we, have off we nights. all have off nights. Uh, so not Brian, me. I nailed it last night. Chef, buy? last night uh, I prepared for you. 
fancy grilled cheese and tomato soup. Ooh. <laughs> now, the tomato soup was bought. It was from Trader Joe's, mm-hmm. and it tasted more like warm gazpacho. It was mm-hmm. full of onions and stuff. It was really kind of gross. Mm-hmm. But the grilled cheese I made with Gruyere and another Gruyere? type of cheese. That I don't remember what it was, but it was nice. That and that's all we had. Good. Um. I think that show that came on after Top Chef, Top Chef Family, someone cooked uh, tomato soup and the grilled cheese. Um, I don't like hey, that show. I don't hey, like Reeves. watching kids on TV. Reeves, <laughs> what's up? Reeves, can we can we have a sidebar real quick? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's. Brian, sidebar. can you stay right here? We're gonna just stay right here. Yeah, just stay mm-hmm. here. Me and Reeves are gonna do it in a breakout room real quick. Yep. Oh, okay. Hey, Reeves. Yeah. What's up? You know we can't talk about Top Chef Family. I didn't. Is that Tom, because Tom said don't talk about any of the sister brother shows? Just talk about Top Chef. Oh, okay. I I didn't know that. And I, just a quick question: the reason that we're saying this away from Ryan is because he's a mole. No, because Tom said if you review any of the sister brother shows of Top Chef, I'll kill Brian. Oh my god. So I now know. I, I got to deliver that news to Brian. Holy shit. Okay. Well, I'm On glad the, you told The me. same week he removed himself from Facebook, and now I have to tell him this. Yeah, and now he's marked, and he's going to think yeah. that's the reason. And he's going to think that's the reason. But it's because I put a target on it. <sighs> okay. okay. So just don't bring up brother or sister shows of Top Chef okay. anymore. You're right. Okay? Okay, I got it. All right, let's go back in. All right, Brian. So the oh, main... Oh, oh. You okay? You scared me. You were asleep like a horse, yeah. like standing up. Yeah, my beautiful mane just down the side of my head. Why did you have a rope around your neck tied young, to the door? Young woman stroking the side of me with a big brush. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that seems nice. So, it was pretty nice. Yeah. It was pretty nice. Pretty good setup I got over here. All the hay I could eat. <laughs> Uh, I yeah, hope I, you know. get a, I hope you don't get a foot injury. <laughs> yeah, I put a bullet in my fucking head. <laughs> New listeners, this is Pod Chef. We're a weekly podcast that we do every week. We talk about Top Chef sometimes, and we'll do that after the break once Jamal gives us a nice segue if he can think of one. <laughs> well, we're talking about, you know, you felt like you were a horse. That's kind of like primal instincts. Sort of, yeah. Yeah, so we'll be right back after this. Pod Chef. All right, and we're back. This is Pod Chef, season six of Pod Chef, episode one. But we're reviewing season 19, episode one, Primal Instincts. Press play. Go to the Bravo website and just, you know, find the full episode and, and replay it. Brian, you okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm fine. Yeah. I just. Uh, I was doing the intro and you kind of like were rubbing your face, kind of like you were listening to the State of the Union address. You're good, though. No, the way that I watch the State of Unit Address is that I don't do it. Who the fuck watches that shit? Fucking nerds. No, what I was going to say, because you brought up the Bravo app, and I want to let people know, anyone who's also watched this on the Bravo app, the commercials are really bad. <laughs> there's an echo because I'm screaming. There's there's one What's with the echo? where this guy <laughs> drops an AirPod into his friend's mouth. What? What? And then there's one with this new reality show called like Candy Something, and that's bad too. The commercials are bad. Mm. Mm. 
That's a okay. shame. Um, yeah. As people remember, I have to watch it through my neighbor's window because I don't have a TV because my TVs took over my basement and they run my house like a gym. So um, I don't get to see those commercials. Yeah. I did weirdly get an email from your um, TV the other day, Reeves, that was telling me that, oh, that they're running a promotion right now where I can sign up for a year not to pay any sign-up fees, but it's only 25 bucks a month to use your house like a gym. It's like a freaking – it's like Union Station in my basement. Or just, just And I mean – and you think, oh, it's like people coming in and out. No, it's like freaking laptops, TI-83s, you know – the other freaking iPads coming in. They yeah, they have a bunch. They have like a wad in the morning. They do one in the afternoon. They do one at night. And it's just like I can't even go to the basement. That's where my laundry is. It's like I haven't had fresh clothes in like weeks <laughs> because I can't go down there because they like they scream at me when they go down there. They say you got to do as many power cleans as you can in ten minutes. And I'm like, I was trying to get my laundry also. I think that's dangerous. And it's power cleaning. It's not good. That's yeah. laundry. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the type of power cleaning I need. Yeah. Oh, this is why your cooking's off. You got all this stuff going on yeah, here. Yeah, because I'm so stinky and it's so loud. They're slamming the equipment. It's so loud. You can't even like smell past yourself to like make a good meal if you're like, everything smells like onion. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess, listeners, if you get an email from my TV about joining a gym that's in my basement please ignore it and maybe even respond and say what you're doing is wrong <laughs> you should stop doing it because it's really ruining my life yeah i just sent it to spam which i think my computer reads so that might, that might not be good yeah top chef houston we're here dawn is here she's our guest judge right out the gate it's almost like dawn has not gone home since season uh 18 like she just stayed with the crew and said, "Let's start filming." She doesn't look like she's aged today. She looks exactly the same. Maybe it's another timing problem. She, she like thought that the show hadn't ended yet, and so uh-huh. she's she's hanging around. Possibly, we get the prize money again, two hundred fifty k pre tax. You know that's not going to be what the take home is. Mm-hmm. You guys um, sick of paying taxes yet? I'm over that shit. No, I think it's the most American thing you can do. <laughs> hey, 250 to win it all. Someone commented on the trailer for Top Chef saying that that makes all the difference. Now I'm watching. Yep. So there you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. I kept, uh, when I was watching this, I kept being like, everyone looks so much older. And it's realized because we had been watching the season four from mm-hmm. like... 15 years ago. Everyone's much older in like a year. Yeah. Yep. Ages um, ago. Um, do we want to talk about how like newer seasons are kind of humorless? It's, it's, t- it's this is going to be tough. Yeah. Okay. And we got to do this without kind of sounding like we're out of touch. <laughs> it's hard. Listen, I like it. This top chef is great. The new season seems like fun. Super inclusive. It's not. People aren't very funny, and there's not a lot of characters, so it's mm-hmm. it's a little bit humorless. And but... is this the price we pay by letting everyone in? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> it's about the cooking, which I get. But I just I wonder but if I it's want for characters. Yeah, you remember the characters, not the dishes. No, I, I couldn't remember. tell you what eight people cooked ever. We still remember Ken from season one. <laughs> 
Yeah. And he was yeah, only he on for it. one episode <laughs> of this cooking show. What did he show. cook? What did he cook? We don't know, but we know. I don't know. I know they threw it out. finger in the sauce. Yeah. Yeah. What did you remember Marcel cook? Who knows? Who knows? What did Hum cook? No idea, but we know that he has a monkey at home. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a monkey. Listeners, go back and listen to our season. (laughs) Season, what was it? Three? Yeah. Yeah. We get into that. We can't get into that now. Too confusing. No one has a monkey this season, as far as I can tell. In episode one, we don't know who the monkey is. Mm -hmm. Who has a monkey. Not yet. Hopefully to be revealed soon. I assume it like next week someone will definitely say, Oh, I've got a monkey at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it's just off to the races for it's Brian off to and the I. Races, yeah. So Don is there and they gotta do a team challenge, which is uh they had to this was very weird. They had to pick knives, they all got one, twos, or threes, and then they were told to get in a group with a one, a two, and a three. And normally when you draw knives and they have three different numbers in them, you bunch up by the number. All the yep. threes over here, all the yep. twos over here. I would have been yep. very confused by this. I think <laughs> someone made a mistake. I think they, in their mind, forgot that there's enough pairings to pair up with the knives. And there's like just one, two, three, everyone find each other. They mm. thought it was like a good like team building thing to get to know Icebreaker, but it really would have been fine. Just be like all the ones over here, twos over there. Like how we've all been doing it since kindergarten. Yeah. yeah. But instead they didn't do it that way. It was chaos. They were all mm-hmm. running around with knives. Literally running around with knives. Um, yeah. And uh, what well, have we gotten into what the, the challenge was? No, this is a good challenge though. There's a good challenge. The challenge is when they're in their teams of three, the chefs were asked to create cohesive dishes while cooking relay style. So the chefs took turns cooking their team's dish, but were only allowed 10 minutes each. In addition to that, teammates were not allowed to communicate with each other about what they were trying to do with their dishes. And we all know that communication is key. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Padma said this challenge is the silent killer, which is mm-hmm. not correct. It's high also, that pressure. was her attempt at, at jokes. That's yeah. a joke I submitted, and mm-hmm. it fell flat. I'm really hesitant. Maybe they fixed the writer's room. <laughs> I don't, I don't know who know would have done should, it, but maybe they yeah, fixed it. I don't know if we I should go. Know. I don't know if we should go. <laughs> no, but yeah, I think Reeves is right. The silent killer is blood pressure or shark in murky water. Those yes. are two things. It's certainly not a relay challenge where you can't talk. No one died. Or it's no. ice falling off of a skyscraper. Yes. Ice well, ice. then there's the perfect weapon, which of course is a yeah, nice pick. Did. Or not yeah. nice pick. A ice dagger. A, yeah. A dagger made of ice. <laughs> no. How do I know that? Jackie uh, Chan. I'll never tell. Yeah, Jackie Chan um, did that. No, sorry, the perfect weapon. Yeah, <laughs> Jackie Chan wearing a suit. The mm-hmm. suit. The suit. Um, someone had COVID recently. Let's listen. So quickly, which sucks. I had COVID a month ago. Everything was fine, but I lost my sense of smell and taste. But for now, I don't see a need to tell anyone. God, does that make me a dick? Hmm. Hmm. Does that make him a dick that he's not telling people he had COVID? Hey, I've got a question. Does that make him a dick? That he's not telling people that he had COVID and lost his taste of smell? Does that make him a dick? Hmm. I don't think so. Because, like, I don't really care if he has it or not. Like, why should I give a Mm -hmm. shit? Mm -hmm. It definitely is a weird thing to say. Super weird. Um... 
Is he talking about maybe just having people that will need to smell, stick their noses in his food, stick their tongues in his food? I, like, Does that make me a dick that I'm like making them like lap up and snort up my food when I should be doing that? I should be tasting my own dishes, and I can't. And every time someone asks me to taste their dish, I just have to say, "Yeah, it tastes great. This is mm-hmm. good. Yeah, it tastes great. It tastes perfectly he, seasoned." He's, he has to be like, you know what? This needs it needs to taste like something, and they're gonna be like, "Okay," and they're gonna keep adding stuff to it. Yeah. My, I think my biggest takeaway from that quote is that he says, I had COVID, everything is okay, but I lost my taste and smell. That sounds like shit is not okay, dude. Yeah. That's yeah. Okay. That, that sounds, sounds fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like you got fucked up, dude. That's not okay. I won't get my wisdom teeth taken out because they said it might paralyze my mouth. It's not okay. All right. I learned about that in the chair. <laughs> to get my wisdom As teeth they were putting out. you under. Hey, Brian, that's when they told me and I got up. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. That's when they were telling me. They were like, oh, looking at your x-ray, your wisdom teeth are kind of low on your nerve and it might cause uh-huh. paralysis in your face. And I said, I'm out. Yeah. And you I took the thing right off my, my neck and I said, no, thanks. <laughs> I wow. kicked over that tray immediately. Yeah. Yeah. What said, a baller no, move. Get away from me. I said, we're canceling. He said, you know, it's like a $100 charge. I said, I make money. It's fine. <laughs> I'm having lobster with shit on it tonight. You think I care about this? Yeah. You paid in lobsters. I, yeah. I bathed in lobsters. <laughs> yeah. And I said, wisdom teeth. I showed them some wisdom. You mm. smell like shit. Yeah. I had lobster last night. <laughs> Clean my teeth. So they did some cooking stuff, and I think this is a very fun challenge, like you mentioned. I I wish that they like wouldn't let the other chefs watch them cook. I feel like that kind of takes away some of the difficulty. But still, even so, they were watching them. The team that didn't have anything on their plate was because the dude hid the pork. Yeah, yeah there was a lot of hiding going on. Yeah, I don't know um, why he did that. You could probably indicate. You could probably show them, like, point... Without saying, right? Yeah. Like, it doesn't say you can't gesture. Yeah. Or don't hide it. Yeah. Like, don't hide don't, it. Don't hide it at all. Put That's it out visible so everyone can see it. Like, what are you, what are you afraid of? Someone other team's going to take it? Like, mm. come on. Yeah. He was like, I put it underneath the grill to keep it warm. No, you hit no, it. No, you didn't. You hit it. You don't want anyone else to take your, yeah. your pork chops. So, your precious pork chops. Why not just put it off the fire on top of the stove? It, like, it's yeah. in a hot pan already. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Literally, someone's running in now to take your spot, and you, anyways. So we have our first DNF, and it's appropriate that Dawn's here because she's like, "That's you. You're probably as good as me. You probably go to the finals." Um. <laughs> so Sarah is the game master. Let's listen. What do you have going on over there? How are you spending these ten minutes? <laughs> I'm supposed to know what I'm doing right now. I have proteins thawing. I cook very much on the fly, and I'm also a very collaborative chef, so I approach the entire challenge like a big choose-your-own-adventure, and I am the game master. Does anybody find garlic? You gotta look out, because she's playing the game hard. Yeah. And she's a freaking mastermind. You know. You guys know where the garlic is? Oh, yeah, because I threw it down the fucking drain. Because I'm playing dirty, and I'm the game master. I did it to keep it warm. Mm -hmm. So when I worked at Laser Tag in high school, (laughs) on the back of my shirt said game master. Oh, shit. So you were the game master. I literally was the game master. When did you relinquish that title to Sarah? (sighs) Probably like a year ago. Okay. So she's kind of new at it, I guess. Yeah, we did a whole ceremony. She had to beat me one-on-one in Laser Tag. And then I, she beat me, and I handed my shirt over and said, "You're the game master now." Mm-hmm. 
And she took that and mm-hmm. her laser gun to Top Chef, mm-hmm. where she will zap out all the competition. Hmm. Do choose your adventure games have a game master? Aren't they just like written in a book? And you like you're reading Goosebumps, and it says like, "Do you look underneath the bed or do you not?" Turn to page twenty five or page thirty five. You turn turn to thirty five, and it says you died. Yeah, well, if you don't die and you win the book, then you're a game master. Okay, yeah. so she won the book. Yeah, you gotta win. You gotta win at choose your own adventure, and she's done that, and she's bringing it to Top Chef. She's devious and she's a mastermind, and I've I'm looking out for her. Reeves, did you watch the Undertaker Netflix thing where he's the game master and it's got the other wrestlers, the New Day in it? No, I haven't seen that. I've heard you, about it though. Yeah, I haven't watched it either. I'm not into playing games. I'm a grown up. They wouldn't let me in it, brother. I was bringing too much heat into that Netflix movie. All right, let's talk about Blue Team that didn't finish. Let's listen to what Padma say. Blue Team, please come up. Sorry, guys. Oh, Oh, no. What happened? I lost. So this is a... I guess I'll call it like a whimsical moment where Padma looks so the Blue Team hasn't actually been able to put anything on their plate. They bring it to Padma and Padma looks at her plate and she's like, what happened? There's nothing there. And then she looks over at Dawn and Dawn is scooping (laughs) things out into her (laughs) mouth. Uh And she's like, what's going on? And they were like, you have to imagine Padma. You have (laughs) to believe. And she turned back to Dawn and she said, hey, Padma. And she flicks some food. It hits her in the face. Juliet Roberts is laughing her fucking ass off in the corner. Yeah, and then there was a big food fight. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is our first food fight of of the season. And mm-hmm. it, it came early at the quick fire. And so, you know, they had to set everything back up. They had to clean everything. It took a whole, like, uh, you could you could tell the continuity was off mm-hmm. when people came up the next time because the plates had, like, food on them. Very colorful, icing-like food. Yeah. What was that food? Icing, what? right? It was icing. There's eating icing. I think Got so. to fly. Got to fight. Got yes. to grow. Got yeah. to grow. Um, you know my favorite thing from that movie? Have I told you guys? That I everyone, think I probably have. Everyone wants to fuck Peter Pan. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Rewatch it. That's the truth. <laughs> My favorite thing for that movie is in the very beginning when uh, Peter comes back from, I guess they're at a play and they come in and all the windows are open in the house and they run up the stairs. And I guess the cleaning lady is like on the stairs and she's just in shambles. <laughs> And she says, "It's some good acting. <laughs> she it says, is a quality acting moment. Yeah, I know it. The children were screaming. <laughs> the children were screaming. It's my favorite. What is, what is this movie you're talking about? Hook. Hook. Yeah. Oh, I always had a question about Peter Pan. Hmm. Was this was this movie? Did Captain Hook was he just trying to protect the kids that Peter Pan kept kidnapping?" That's a layer to it. Maybe that's the truth. He didn't. He never attack anyone else but Peter Pan. He always hmm. wanted Peter Pan, and you know what? Now that I think about it, he really didn't. I think he does shoot some people, but okay. I do agree with you. I think he really was just after Peter Pan, and he was being a nice guy, and actually probably a better father to those yeah. other people. It seemed like he was a great father to Peter's kid. Yeah, because I'm, I mean, I'm just gave him a cool hat. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking about Peter Pan differently. I think it's just a weird because he keeps kidnapping kids and taking them to Never Neverland, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, but why does he keep taking them there? What was the whole point of that? 
Does he kidnap them and take them there? Isn't that how they get there? Yeah, they <laughs> go in a sack, them? right? <laughs> Throws them in a big sack. and then They are the them. lost boys. They got yeah, lost. like mm-hmm. kids who've been kidnapped. They're the lost girls. Okay, he was just doing it to boys. What do you want? I think so. <laughs> um. So anyway, Padma was able to imagine. <laughs> she got her imagination back. And uh, Tom found his marbles, so that's good. <laughs> so if everyone wants to know why we had to move on, it's because we have a, a licensing agreement with Peter Pan and Disney, so we can't talk too much about that. So um, we'll move on. Um, did anyone notice? I noticed this. Did anyone see that the green team, which was majority black, didn't get any time to speak at all at yeah. the table? It was weird, yeah. right? Was yeah. Weird. Oh, no, it wasn't weird to me because I already told you this is one of the predictions happening right now. Top Chef is going back to its roots. And I called this, and it's happening right now. The black team didn't get to speak at all. They just presented a dish, and I'm like, oh, thank you. I wanted to hear what they thought of that dish. It sounded like a good dish to it me. It was good. I was very excited that they figured out what the cream – he was like, hope they get this cream corn. I was like, there's no way they know it's cream corn. And they did. They did. I'm telling you right now, they're going back to form. And then he was like, we got to get something to like mix it up with some bitterness, with the Brussels sprouts in there. Mm-hmm. That was a good. good dish. They had shallots and Brussels sprouts in there cooking That's a up. solid dish. We heard nothing. Nothing about it. Nothing. Who knows? Who knows how it tasted? We don't because they didn't tell us. They didn't show us. So, um, yellow team wins the quick fire and they get three way immunity. Is this the first time they did three way immunity? That's a one hell of a prize, right? Yeah. Three people know that they can't go home. It that probably looked good too. Before that looked like a good remember. meal. Yeah. Um, so we finally, we go shopping, you know, they got to do the elimination, the elimination challenges, you know, they work in the same teams as the quick fire challenge, but they got to create three uh, course meals featuring prime cuts of beef. So the five options were chuck, rib, short loin, sirloin, and ram. And so they all stayed in their teams and the winning team got to pick first and then they got to pick who went second. Do you guys notice when they were in the store, they were like, they're like, we got to get olive oil. Do they not have anything in the pantry anymore, Top Chef? Olive oil they got to get? Said they're going back to the roots, maybe. Yeah. It's back to the bare bones, man. They said, why are we giving them all this stuff? It, we're making it too easy. We need I to make them start incorporating their budget into all the excess stuff as well. I guess. Plus, they also probably blew a lot of their money on the prize money and also the new fucking like work room where they hide out when they do the judge. That room was yeah, fucking that awesome. Room mm-hmm. looks like that doesn't look like it's sequestered at all. It's like your fun room. Yeah. Commonplace. They can all That's probably out. why they were having drinks back there before going to a judge's table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause they were like this. We're in a little closet. We got to chuggle this beer, get all fucked up. We got shopping with masks on. The chefs are yep. just like us. Mm-hmm. We get it. And then we find out Leia, comma, princess has a bladder infection. Mm-hmm. And that's not good. I wondered how one knows they have a bladder infection. You feel it. But usually you feel like a urinary tract infection or a UTI. Like that's mm-hmm. what that's what you usually feel. Mm-hmm. To me, a bladder infection seems like maybe, maybe the doctor diagnosed that. Coming. Yeah, maybe she has some kind of pre-existing condition. She gets um, them a lot, maybe. And I don't want to say that I had looked at everyone's medical charts prior to the season starting, uh-huh. but I will remind listeners that one of my predictions was that someone would be medically evacuated mm-hmm. from the show. And I wow. was pretty so, close. And pretty close. in my opinion, I was right. Yeah, you're basically right. I mean, she did go home right away and go to sleep. She didn't mm-hmm. sit yeah. around and mingle with anybody. So no. kind of close. 
That's a pretty good prediction. Um, the next day, they do a pretty long cooking montage. And I swear, I thought at some point in time, Tom was going to come in and drop. He never showed up. Like, yeah. Never weird. showed up. It was so long. They went around to like each team like three or four times. I was like, okay, Tom's popping in and going to throw him a curveball. Like, you're switching with this person and this team and whatever. I thought that was going to happen and it did not happen. You really need it. Like, because we're watching these old seasons and it always happens. It's very much part of the show. And you, you do need someone else to come in and kind of question what they're mm-hmm. doing to put some kind of element of drama into it when it, if it doesn't like create itself. So it, Tom, it is like yeah. you notice it when it's not there. Tom didn't even come by and ask them what they're making. Yeah, he like, didn't even he, know. He, he like it was all surprised to him even. So that was interesting. That's why um, he had his glasses on at the freaking when he was eating because he's like, what is this? I, I haven't heard this. anything about it. They're like, Tom, so, you know what this is? He's like, I don't fucking know. I didn't go back there. Know He's like, I thought you were going back there. Yeah. He was like, I'm not going back there. I thought Pat was going back there. Pat was yeah, like, I, was I didn't like, go back there. Mm-mm. And they're like, what about this guy? This old guy with the bad hair? You're like, I didn't go back there. They're like, no. Ted Allen, why don't you go back there? Oh, you're not here? And what about that fat guy over there? He's like, I don't I go back there. All right. Don, did you go back there? <laughs> I don't go back there. Kristen? No, I thought I thought th- I thought th- Well, then who went back guy. there? Was it just them? Oh no, they're by themselves for they're hours. They're by themselves cooking. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard anything for a long time. You know they're getting in trouble back there, but yeah. they weren't. They were very well behaved. Yes. So the brown team comes out first, and boy, do they set out a great dish, and it sets the bar high. Freaking um, knock it out of the park! It seemed like oh, they yeah. they loved mm-hmm. that shit. Um, their their beef dishes were g- 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 great. Um, I I just want to point out I have an issue with Dawn giving so much feedback. In this elimination, considering she didn't even finish the first elimination when she was on the show. So it's kind of ironic she's now giving this very crit- critical critiques to all the contestants. Jamal, you really have it out for Dawn. I'm not I, letting it go. Like I'm yeah. not letting it go. All right? People like her. People, I was reading like her. I was she, reading a comment on someone's thing and they were like, uh, Dawn could have. Oh, I, I know what I was reading. I was reading a Gawker article. <laughs> oh God! Right, here we, here here's we go. Here's the name of it. Here's here. the name of it. Now we're top, gonna get canceled. Top chef crowned a sex pest winner and never spoke of it again. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the comments are like, or in this article, it's like Dawn could have won or should have won. Mm, I don't think so. Sex pest. <laughs> no. It just reminds me of like a gnat that keeps like I don't know pinching my nipple or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go pest control. Yeah. So uh, Padma served rare steak and she doesn't like it. Let's listen. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. This is really rare. Yep. It is. Yeah. Yep. Now, when this first <laughs> happened, I thought that was uh, like Padma saying, wow, this is really rare. Everyone finished the, a dish and she was sitting next to Dawn. And Tom's <laughs> like, yeah, it is rare that people finish their dishes. Huh, Dawn? <laughs> Throw it in Don's face. She's it was actually right there. The, the beef was rare. Yeah, looked like it barely been cooked. <sighs> they should have did better on that. Um, so we're one episode in, and one of my predictions was getting someone from every past season of Top Chef on the show, and we already have two. Yep. People from two past seasons, season ten and season eighteen, in one episode. So I'm well on my way. mm Hmm. That, I'm well on my way. Good prediction. Nice to have Kristen back. She mm-hmm. obviously a very talented chef. Yes. She's in a lot yeah. of TV shows. 
Mm-hmm. Good personality. Mm-hmm. Red team forgot the bok choy, and that felt like a bok doy. Stephanie, tell us about your dish. I have these your top round with a little bit of kimchi paste, then some sweet potato puree, and oxtail demi. Was there braised bok choy in your dish? Um, no, there is not. That's the one thing I forgot. The one thing that's obviously not there because it's the only green thing that would be in the plate. Hit her with a hit her with a. Do you see braised bok choy on the <laughs> that's dish? That's what I would have said, Don. That's what I. This is why I'm talking. This is why I'm still giving Don grief, you know, because even though she's the best scrubber against Greece, I got to give her some grief, you know, because she's still coming at these contestants like, um, did you miss something in your dish? Yeah, Don, kind of like you did, you know, with a peanut sauce. Maybe I should have put a peanut sauce in here, and then you would have been like, oh, the peanut sauce is missing. I I know what that's like. You're gonna come after me over some braised bok choy, bok doy. It's it's pretty upsetting considering there was really only three components to her dish. It was uh-huh. steak, potatoes, and then her way of making it Asian was putting bok choy in there. Uh-huh. Um, so big miss on her part. Um, bok doy. I think I think she could have maybe yeah gone about it a different way in the response. She could have mm-hmm. just been like. But it is there, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Lift up the meat, you'll find it. Just the entire edit of this episode, you knew the red team fucked up. Yeah. Oh, fuck like, as soon as they were like, as soon as Stephanie said, I don't do Asian food. And they were like, that's fine. Just put a piece of bok choy on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as soon as the, like, very, very white woman was like, I'll make a summer roll. And I was like, okay, this is going to go terribly. And even I, look, I love big portions. I want a big portion. I hate this. I, I'm not down with portion bashing of any size. Uh-huh. But when she put those summer rolls together, I said, those are too big. <laughs> <laughs> I said, they are going to complain that they are too big and they are hard to eat. And just watching that man eat it, it's like, it's, it's like all coming apart. Yeah. And I was like, they're going to fucking read this for filth. Very stressful also, to watch. Steak beef has to be very tender if you're going to put it in a spring roll because you can't bite it and then pull it all out. And I was like, those don't look like they're going to like be super tender. They look like they're going to be pulled out. And they were. And Kristen, her first bite got sinew and had to spit it all out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think so. I, I understand that maybe part of the challenge was you need like something that unifies all the dishes together. But I think just lean into doing good dishes because even if they aren't unified, they're probably not going to eliminate everyone or someone on your team if everyone cooks something yeah. that was good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that you, was a bit of a mistake. You can always say, what's the unifying thing in this dish? Oh, all the dishes are good. That's yeah. the unifying thing. We crushed it. That's what well, unified it. And, and then Tom goes, "No, seriously, what's the unifying thing?" Um, we crushed it. That's the unifying thing. Thank you, Tom. Uh, your plate's empty. That's why you're licking your plate right <laughs> yeah. now. All of our plates didn't forget the bok choy. All right, that's the unifying thing. We held hands while cooking it. Yeah, that's the unifying thing. U n i t y. Even Jay was like, "I've never made this before." <laughs> what the fuck? What it was, was a- this? They it really... sounded like, yeah. It, why do Asian if none of them were comfortable doing it? It was. I think it just they. It was not a good team of people to be together. Too. I yeah. feel like. Listen, Tom likes a leader. I don't know if they had a leader on that team or their leader was sick. That was a problem. Yeah, definitely cooking something that you've never tasted before in your life is a yeah. bit of a mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they needed someone to kind of like pull them together. Someone needed to take charge. Idea. Yes. Like Tom could have been like, who was in charge of this group? 
Yeah. And they would have said, oh, we all took the lead together. He'd oh, like, we're yep, three yep. CEOs, Tom. They're, that's the problem. There's no three CEOs. All right. We're three CEOs. We're all equal and the, the company's being run smoothly. That's that's how the, the ship's being run. And then mm. they say, but don't you three share the judging position equally? And Tom would say, no, I'm head judge. Watch this. Padma, get me some coffee. Yeah. And she had to do it because he's head judge. Yeah, yeah. And she gets up and she gets coffee. And then she yeah. pours it on his <laughs> Pours it lap. slowly on his lap. And he said, so technically she didn't get it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Technically she got me coffee. I, I, do I didn't say where to put it. But Maybe that's actually where I wanted it. Yeah. I do have to yeah. leave now. Well, five minutes. <laughs> My I penis is on fire. <laughs> yeah. My <laughs> penis is soaked in hot yeah. liquid. <laughs> yeah. I will be right back. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, is yeah. that what maybe the spotted dick dishes <laughs> yeah. that Buddha cooked? Mm-hmm. Possibly. He made I, a beef dessert. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it. They showed like a brief. I, I didn't understand yeah. that. Like he, he was talking about pa- doing pastry stuff, and then there was all of a sudden a picture of a pastry, and I was like, "Is that what the spotted dick is?" <laughs> um, and I don't know if it was or not, but apparently he did a beef dessert, and it was good. I don't get it though, because they used the rendered beef fat to make the pudding. I don't know what that food is, and I watch a lot of British baking show. I almost yeah. just now I was very close to googling it, and then I thought about the words, and then I was like, I'm not going to google. It. <laughs> mm. I don't want to see what comes. It's more of a it's more of a symptom than a dish. Yeah. <laughs> First, hit, go to a doctor. Yeah, <laughs> stuff I'm seeing, I don't want on my plate. <laughs> so um the 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 first episode is 15 courses of beef and so we all know none of the judges are taking a poop tonight um we cut back and the chefs are hanging out in the back room before judges table let's listen to this and then you know someone kind of ruins the mood <laughs> It's all good to be with everyone in the kitchen and be able to talk. That was like... <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, being able to talk to each other was huge. Everybody got food on the plate? Everyone got, everyone got their food? I did not. My braised bok choy. I think I should be okay, but it still sucks. Like, they see it on the menu. We're enjoying each other's company so much that I forgot someone's going home tonight. Yeah. Don't bring it oh. up. It's just... Why bring that up? <laughs> Everyone's having such a good time. Why why bring everyone back to reality? Let everyone have their little escape. She also says it with the edit right after the one woman is like, I forgot something, but it should be okay. Mm-hmm. Seems like she thinks you're going home. Yeah. I, to jump ahead again in the judges' table when they're like, what combines all three of your dishes? And they're going Asian stuff. And they're like, did the bok choy have any like an Asian like sauce on it and she was just like no just bok choy <laughs> just like meat and potatoes and these people said that i had to do something asian so i threw that in there and then i just <laughs> forgot about it because i guess i didn't really want it in there because <laughs> i don't cook asian yeah but i guess i'm gonna still be here None i'll, of be, them I'll be quite honest everyone who's looking at my dish it was meat and potatoes and i said the bok choy is not needed <laughs> i didn't forget it <laughs> on purpose edit yeah i think so um, so the judges, you know, the judge table is done in front of everyone, which is interesting. Yeah. They, they did, they that, did last, that last year. Yeah. For the last new season. Okay. Yeah. So that's a new thing. And Robert wins. I do from, find it weird that there was only one bottom team though, and not two bottom teams. Well, because they're in teams of three probably. Cause usually that's like a, you know, it's the first one. You're only getting rid of one person. You don't need yeah. to grill two teams for this yeah. opener. But Robert wins. He was on the Brown team. 
and um, Padma gets into the nitty gritty with the red team, and I hate to say it because she's on my team. Yep. But Princess, comma Leia, is eliminated. Mm. <laughs> Let's listen. <laughs> Leah, please pack your knives and go. Thank you so much. Even being in this kitchen for one day was just incredible. It sucks. You know, you don't put your life on hold to compete in the most prestigious cooking competition to be eliminated in the first challenge. Leah, it's not over yet. There is a last chance kitchen, so you do have a shot at getting back in. Thank you so much. I made some very rookie mistakes. I was not focused. I did not pay attention to detail. It was not my best day, and it was me. Oh. 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 Guys, kick some f-ing ass. Yeah. I'm a fighter. Don't count me out just yet. So, <clears throat> let's talk about this, right? Well, let's look at our Top Chef Houston fantasy league results um the same thing is happening that happened last season for um portland i have someone who's going home first last time it was roscoe now it's leia mm, mm-hmm. and so History. but who's in the lead reeves reeves in the lead with 10 points he yes, i mean please. you got robert and you got buddha who did good this week I'm in second place because everyone on my team scored uh, almost everyone on my team scored over one point. So I got eight and a half points and Brian right where he belongs. Right How am my, I in last place? You have six. You had and a someone half go points. home. I know, but I also had <laughs> it's fucked. Up. I also had the winning team, the the favorite team for the quick fire. So they get points for that. And I had all my team uh, made it to one, two people on my team made it to the um, judges table. Yeah, it makes sense. The math adds up. I guess you just I'm doing you, the math right. You, you can must go look have it up. picked some bad people, I guess. You just uh you refuse to pick more women, so your team is in uh, last place. I guess. It's it's fucked up. Um so yeah, Princess Kamalea went home. I, and to be honest, I was surprised up until the point where Kristen said that she spit her food out. Um she didn't <laughs> like it so much, and that's when I thought, okay, well I guess she's going home. Yep. I thought maybe it might be Stephanie um, mm. until Tom was like, I liked her food more than the other two dishes. And I was like, oh, well, Tom's the head judge. She's safe for sure. He trumps everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Got to go with Tom. Yeah. I, I And it, I, I love hearing Tom saying, explaining Last Chance Kitchen again to someone mm-hmm. as if they have it. It was kind of like, have you heard of this thing called, I got this other show that I'm really trying to get over. It's called Last Chance Kitchen, and I would really like you to come over. You actually kind of have to do it, but I, I don't know if you know about it, but you can be in it, and it's a way to get back into this show. Uh-huh. No one ever shows up to it. I got to get <laughs> so. There's no fan. Yeah. There's, there's yeah. A, it's just me. I mean, yeah. And you. You'll be there. And someone else, I guess. <clears throat> I mean, it's good if you have someone who's doing Last Chance Kitchen and they stay in because they get a half a point every week. She's you know? not going to stay in. <laughs> Probably I have a feeling. Not. I have a feeling she's going up. I am going to a back. restaurant. I made reservations for Saturday. Next, Her, next Saturday. Next tell Saturday. Us, Brian, where are you going? Which one? South and Pine Two Princess Kamaleas. Yes. Nice. Carrie was uh, like, Carrie was like, you have a hard time getting reservations before the episode. <laughs> she got that home, and I was like, no, probably not. <laughs> nice. 
Well, that'll be, be interesting. Be sure to uh, talk to her and say, hey, uh, I'm Brian. I do the official Top Chef podcast. Can we get a picture? Thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. You're lucky you to get this picture with me. Tom sent me. <laughs> Tom Clickio sent me. If you don't believe me, look it up, Pod Chef. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. The official <clears throat> Top Chef podcast. Mm-hmm. All right, Reeves. Uh, do you want to do your where are they now? Yeah, where is she now? <laughs> um, South and Pine. That that's still going. Um, mm-hmm. She's another restaurant that I think sadly closed recently. And mm-hmm. uh, the her name is Chef. It's like a TV show, I think, on Apple Plus that she's in. So check out um, Leia, comma Princess. Also, all the Star Wars movies. She's in those. Yeah, or at least the <laughs> last six. Maybe not the last three. Those were bad. So the the three in the middle. Okay, she's in the one, but they digitally put her in there. Oh, yeah. That's my favorite kind of person in a movie. (laughs) And they're digitally added. All right. Well, that's it for us this week. Uh, Until next time, we're going to pack our knives and go.